Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Husha. Let's start episode 690 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Andrew and he writes, Dear Vidas, my answers to your recent questions. Number one, my dream is to be able to play the organ confidently in the liturgy and perhaps in recitals occasionally. Number two, the three most important things holding me back from this are a poor sense of timing and rhythm, lack of focus and concentration in practicing, and my legs are both slightly twisted outwards, which makes some pedaling uncomfortable. Um, Especially around the middle of the pedal board, I cannot place my knees close together without great effort. Nonetheless, I am finding Total Organist a very useful resource and community. I find your daily emails especially helpful. My best wishes to you and Osha from England. Andrew. That's very nice to have a Total Organist community member write uh, a message like this. Yes, very nice indeed. Thank you, Andrew. And uh, I notice Andrew writes sometimes in his daily responses to these questions in our community on Basecamp, which is very good. Sure, it keeps community spirits up. Yeah, if if nobody wrote, only we, or even if we were silent, so it would be like an empty house. That's true. But now, a few more people are participating. Not everyone, though. Some people are just, you know, reading, perhaps. Not, per- not actively participating and engaging. But those who are participating, I think they are getting quadruple results because they are thinking about their own practice deliberately, right? The question, for example, what uh, what did you do today in organ playing, right? Sometimes if you don't think about anything, you don't have anything to, to write about if you don't play. And if you don't have an answer for this day, and you get the same question tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, maybe you start thinking, oh, maybe I start practice, have to start practicing, right? Because Vidas and Osha are sending these questions for me. So that's, that's really nice that Andrew is um, active, a member of the community. So Osha, start with some recommendations, please. Well, as Andrew said, you know, three important things that uh, are holding him back. Poor sense of timing and rhythm. I think this is the the thing that you really need to work on because if you are a church musician and accompanying congregational singing, 
when the sense of a good timing and rhythm is crucial. And I think in general for the musicians, uh, sometimes people think that the right notes are the most important thing. And of course, we are very important, but still, I think the rhythm comes above all. That's because in, um, in any given piece, in any uh, piece from the common practice period, uh, rhythm gives uh, probably, uh, we could say, a flow of the melody. And if you lose the sense of flow, you cannot understand the melody. If you lose a little bit of, of notes, but you keep the sense of flow, the melody, the sense of the piece is still intact, right? Yes. And, you know, from my experience of many years playing myself and, you know, teaching others and listening to others, uh, I could say that there are very few people with a really poor sense of rhythm. Usually, if you cannot give a good rhythm, it means that you don't listen to what you are playing. And the way to listen to your playing is actually actively counting. Counting the beats and subdividing the beats if the piece is difficult. And yes, actually, you need to do it aloud, at least at the beginning. And you no, know, later maybe you just use your tongue, you know, subdivide with your tongue. And uh, by subdividing, what I mean is that you know the smallest value or rhythmic value in the piece is sixteenth. You need to subdivide everything into sixteen. It might seem to you no know, crazy for you <laughs> at the beginning, but that's a very good way not to lose the rhythm and, and to be precise. And one example would be like this, 1E and 2E and 3E and 4E and in 4-4 four, four meter. Yes, and it doesn't mean that you will have to do it, you know, for the rest of your life. But, uh, you know, for a while, yes, until you get the good sense of the rhythm. Another thing, if you are accompanying the hymns for congregation, you really need to sing them. Because if you will sing with congregation, not uh, maybe not loud, but but just for yourself in your head, then you will know where you know where are the best spots, you know, to take breath, and naturally it will help you, you know, to be better in the rhythm while accompanying hymns. And of course, with your solo pieces too, you need to basically sing each line. Remember, as Pamela Reuter-Finstra, she pushed us to sing each line. And occasionally she would ask, you know, for us to sing. Not, not for example, the melody, but a tenor voice, let's say. While playing or while not playing? Both, both. Both ways. So I guess this should help you, you know, to improve on the timing and rhythm. Because, you know, some people will just say, oh, just put the metronome and practice with the metronome. I don't think that's a very good approach. Maybe sometimes just to check if, you know, your tempo is correct, then yes, but, but not playing all the time with the metronome. I don't think that's the right approach. Mm -hmm. 
And his second challenge is lack of focus and concentration in practicing, which well, could be improved regularly uh, by regularly doing the same thing over and yes, over. Yes, and I think even though if you will start count and subdivide and do all things that we talked uh, just before this, I think this will help on your focus and concentration. Because this constant counting and subdividing will keep you concentrated in your practice. I agree. And of course, uh, the third problem about his legs twisted outwards, there is nothing he can do, obviously. I know, but you know, somehow all people always complain about their legs, you know, about either we looking inward or backward or whatever. You know, I, I had a student, you know, at UNL when I was, you know, a doctoral student. He was majoring in piano performance and he was also a doctoral student in piano performance. And he was a very tall man with really long legs. And he would keep complaining to me about his legs all the single lesson. It just drove me mad because I'm a really sort of short person with short legs. But, you know, I never complaining, although... It gives me physical difficulties too. Remember the last our last German recital on the Etzkes organ, mm -hmm. where you could not regulate the bench organ bench. You could make it higher, but not lower. And remember me playing that mm -hmm. Müller's piece, Prelude and Chekona. You had to literally physically. Um, shift your body to the right. Yes, I basically I was jumping on the organ bench sometimes in order, you know, to reach the pedal uh, on the lower level or on the higher, you know, level. But I did it and it was fine and it was all clean and clear and everything worked just nice. So you really need to adjust depending on what what kind of body you have and what kind of legs you have, but. Uh, Please don't feel that you have to hold your both knees always together. I think that's such a wrong idea. And, well, you know, before going to the States, before going to the States, I even didn't know that such a rule exists. But in America, like, everybody is just crazy about this idea that you need to keep your knees together and for me physically that is impossible because basically my hips are too fat I would say and no to holding knees always together would make my organ playing and pedaling impossible so simply I just don't worry about it and in baroque music for example while playing Bach I just don't know how this could help you to make a good articulation in the pedal. The, the probably more important than keeping knees together is to try to play with the toes, with the big toes of the feet, inner portion of the, of the feet. Not sure if it's possible for Andrew because he says um, his legs are twisted slightly outwards. But, uh, you know, see what he can do, right? How much he can 
shift his feet how much he can play with the inner portion of the of the feet well because you really need to adjust every rule to yourself and not to blindly follow it but to see what works for you and what does not work yes it wouldn't be placing knees together but it could be in that direction a little bit whatever is comfortable to you yes mm -hmm. and maybe you know you need to adjust the height of a bench better or no to sit closer to the manuals or no further away you just need to experiment a little bit until you find you know the, what works best for you and actually your body will tell you you know because you know if you are keeping your knees together and it gives you pain or you know really, really you feel very uncomfortable then don't do that you know don't follow it blindly Yes, always uh, stop and rest before you're tired. And, and uh, that would be the best way to practice also. So thank you so much, Andrew, for your question and answer and being uh, an active member of the Total Organist community. This is really precious. Yes, thank you very much. And remember, when you practice, Miracles happen. This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. It has hundreds of courses, coaching and practice materials for every area of organ playing. Thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs. Find out more at patreon.com slash secrets of organ playing.